With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Now, adjust the volume control so that the sound can be heard in all parts of the room. This is the Protect Your Assets podcast. You get the idea? It's on the internet. Make him the cutest that I've ever seen. Go on. Give him two lips. It's like no cheese I've ever tasted. tell him that Here's the Sandman. New rules for inherited IRAs and 401ks are out there. So if you have a retirement account, you're going to want to pay special attention this morning as your heirs could end up paying a very hefty bill to the IRS. Did you hear about some recent laws that were passed that could impact the tax that you're going to pay on your IRA and your 401k? That's right. Under new rules and recent interpretations of those rules by the IRS, when you inherit a retirement account, you could be facing one of the highest tax bills you have ever seen. The same applies to your family when they inherit your retirement account. So this is one big deal that you wanna pay attention to. Otherwise, there could be a big windfall for the government. So tune into our entire show today as we discussed new rules cause big tax bills on inherited IRAs. And we're also gonna discuss this morning what you can do to help defuse the tax time bomb. Also, I'll do a special segment this morning, special announcement. I was uh, able to interview uh, a CEO of a new startup that has to do with letting you stay in your home and pay for care without having to liquidate all your savings. This is gonna be a very interesting show. So stick with me as we cover these important topics. Now, let's get started. Well, what a week for bonds. Yields rose this week as the September jobs number and the JOLTS report, which also measures labor, came in much hotter than expected. So I got a question immediately, which let me get to in a second, but let's look at the markets this week. Dow was off 0.3%, so year to date, barely up. It's up 0.8%. S&P 500, uh, up a little bit, half a percent year to date, still up over 12 NASDAQ up 1.6 and the MSCI International Index, which has been so good for so long. Well, that went down again, 2.4% year to date. You're barely up over 2%. Ten-year Treasury. This is the story this week. And this is what Jody asked me about. Why are yields rising so much? Good question, Jody. We're going to get into that in a minute. The uh, 10-year Treasury closed the week at 4.79%. We got over uh, that a little bit this week, but that was the high close for the week. And year to date, the uh, 10 years of about 0.9%. Oil, oil had a bad week. It was down 8.9% to close in at $82.72 a barrel, sort of a surprise there. And bonds were off 1.3% uh, in terms of pricing for the week. So Jody asked a great question. Why are yields rising? 
Well, okay, there's three reasons why treasury yields can rise. And as we saw again, stocks hit the, uh, you know, a volatile week this week because the 10-year bond kept rising. And as I said, it got through 4.7%, which was sort of a critical support level, closed at 4.79% on Friday. And this was the first time we've seen anything above 4.7 on the 10-year since, get this, April of 2007. Now, I can remember back then, right, right before the dot-com crash, we saw the market sort of out of hand get super hot. We saw rates rising. And next thing we know, we had the great recession. And so this was the first time again, we've seen the 10 year above a 4.7% for a long time. Now, this is really interesting. For reference, if you look at the 10 year yield, a month ago, we were at 4.18%. So we've gone up over 60 basis points in about a month. And this uh, rise in yield has really taken on steam this past week and has pressured stocks because as you know, when bonds start to pay more than just the dividends on stocks, people ask, well, why should I own stocks with all that risk if I can just get you know, that kind of return from the Fed? So great question. So anyway, Jody asked me, well, why are, why are yields rising right now? Okay, so there's three culprits that typically have to do with rising yields. Now, let's look at those. The first one, and again, this is a little economics 101, rising inflation. So if you think inflation is going to continue to rise, then that can force higher uh, yields on longer term treasuries because people are investors in particular, they're demanding more long term interest rates to offset the longer term inflation. And so the question is, is inflation rising sharply? And I'm going to say this morning, no, it's not. If I look at the five year tips, this is the Treasury Inflation Protected Securities index over the uh, inflation break even. These have moved up over the past month, but barely. And it's only been those follows. Let's look at these numbers. 2.17% September 1st to 2.2% as the end of the month. And the recent high was 230. So these break evens are still well off the 3.57% peak that we saw uh, last March in 2022. when, as you remember, the bond market was sort of falling apart. Also, a very important indication of inflation just happened this Friday when we got the jobs report for September was the hourly wage increase. This is a this is a very immediate sign of inflation. And so that wasn't up as much as expected. They were looking at 4.3% year over year. Well, it was up 4.2. It was close, but not over. And that's why even with that hot jobs number, the market didn't com completely fall apart. So I'm going to say there's no real... Uh, signs right now in my mind that inflation is getting uh, out of control or going the other direction. So that's good. That's good overall. Next cause that could force rates to rise, because again, they're rising. Why is this going on? The second one would be surging economic growth. That can influence long-term treasury as higher growth can mean more inflation and investors again want higher longer-term yields to offset that risk. Point being, higher growth equals higher yield. So are growth expectations accelerating? No, not really. If I look at the Atlanta Fed's GDP number, they are anticipating a increase in GDP from the 2.10% in Q2, right now estimating 4.9% for Q3. Now that is an increase, I'm not saying it's not, but the expectation has been declining from, you may remember, 6% 
for quarterly growth. So it's not like expectations have spiked. And meanwhile, when you look at the Wall Street analysts who are expecting GDP increases, they're saying, well, it should be around 3%. And so that's not the type of growth that would justify a 70 basis point increase on the 10-year Treasury. So growth's not responsible for surging yields. So that leads us with one last one, which again is hawkish Fed. Is the, has the Fed become more hawkish, more saying they're going to keep raising rates? Not really. Uh, currently, the market expects one more raise in rates before the end of this year as a result of what happened yesterday with the jobs number. And right now, the market's showing a 50 to 75 basis point increase. And then it's also saying, well, next year in 2024, uh, we should probably see a cut by the end of the year, not not so much in the beginning or middle like it, it started out. Now it's towards the end of the year. And again, the market's expecting around a 50 basis point cut around that time, whereas before it was 100 to 125 basis points. So a little less than expected. So the question is, are Fed expectations responsible this past week for rising yields? I'm going to say partially because the market right now is starting to believe that the Fed is going to keep rates where they are for longer. And this is what's contributing right now to this overall rally. But there's a couple more things. And I'm gonna say if the usual suspects aren't doing it, then what is? Well, first let's talk about sentiment. Sentiment and speculation, uh, as you recall with stocks, I mean, that's usually a little bit more immediate, but if you, if you listen to what Jamie Dimon's saying, uh, CEO of argue, arguably one of the largest banks in the country. You look at what the market's looking at. You look at the U.S. Treasury short positions. All of that is speculation. There is clear momentum in Treasuries right now on prices, trying to drive those prices down. And as prices come down, bond uh, yields go up. It's an inverse relationship. So just like stocks, this can happen with bonds and sentiment and momentum right now are, I'm going to say, a contributor to this past month drop in price on bonds and rise in yield. Now, the second one that I haven't seen for some time, as you know, I've been doing this for over 30 years. And right now, this is fascinating. This was a result of last week. Remember last week we were talking about the government shutting down? Well, I was wrong. Sorry. But uh, the market is reacting to it. U.S. government dysfunction matters right now because last week, we thought that uh, MacArthur had, had this all wrapped up. Well, next thing you know, he's getting ousted and the government's continuing on with the deal and they're kicking the can down to November. This is not over. And for those of a certain age like me, you may remember a, uh, a, 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 a phrase. Remember this? Bond vigilantes? I haven't heard that forever, but it's been about 30 years. And the, it appears the bond vigilantes have returned to the market. This is classic Wall Street where uh, bond buyers who, who sell treasuries and they send yields higher to voice their disapproval over U.S. fiscal policy. This was very popular and prevalent in the 70s, the 80s, early 90s, but it was considered extinct for years because we just haven't seen this sort of activity for well over 20 years. Well, the vigilantes are back. Dysfunction is obviously here in Congress. It's starting to matter because markets want the government to address the long-term fiscal path of the country. They want it to be clear, and this isn't over yet. And so, so Jody, this is the reason I think all these things together is pushing prices lower, yields higher, and we'll just see what happens. Again, I believe the data overall is gonna control this, and so we will continue to follow it and see what happens. Now, 
If you're expecting to inherit a retirement account or leave your retirement account to someone that you care about, then you definitely want to listen closely to our next segment as I'm going to discuss a new IRS interpretation of the SECURE Act and what that could mean to you and your family. Find out what specific steps you should be doing right now to pay a lot less in taxes to the government later. You're listening to the Protect Your Assets show. I am David Hollander, the Sandman. We'll be right back. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. We have Lauren Bosworth with us. Yay! The Hills. So what is like your number one question from fans? The primary question I still get asked was, what, is it real? <laughs> In 2024, to me, is a surprising question to get because I feel like everybody has been through the reality TV gauntlet at this point. What women binge wherever you listen. Take the first step toward reaching your financial goals and get the information that can help you live a confident retirement. That first step is going to PYAEvents.com and signing up for our next free event. That's PYAEvents.com. Now back to Protect Your Assets with David Hollander, the Sandman. Welcome back. I'm David Hollander, also known as the Sandman. And you are listening this morning to Protect Your Assets and if you're just joining us, well, did you hear about some recent laws that were passed that could impact the taxation of your IRA and other retirement accounts? That's right. Under new rules and recent interpretations by the IRS of those rules, when you inherit an IRA, you could be facing one of the highest tax bills you've ever seen. The same applies to your family when they inherit your retirement account. So. This is a big deal, and it could lead to a windfall for the government. So make sure you listen to this entire show this morning as we discuss new rules cause big tax bills on inherited IRAs, and we'll discuss what you can do to help defuse this tax time bomb before it's too late. Get this, as of the first quarter of 2023, Americans held more than $12 trillion dollars in IRAs. If your parents saved diligently throughout their lives, there's a good chance you'll inherit some of that money someday. So before you quit your job and go out and buy that new Ferrari, make sure you factor in the amount of your inheritance you're going to have to share with Uncle Sam. And that's thanks to recent changes in the tax law, along with a new interpretation of those changes from the IRS your tax bill could be a lot larger than you expected. So what am I talking about? Well, beneficiaries of traditional IRAs have always had to pay taxes on those accounts. But before 2020, you could minimize that tax bill quite a bit by stretching those payments out over your lifetime. 
Well, if you inherited an IRA before 2020, you can still take advantage of that strategy to stretch those withdrawals out and taxes over your life expectancy. But get this, the setting every community up for retirement enhancement, this is called the SECURE Act, you may remember that back in 2019, that put an end to this tax saving strategy. And most people know about that when you inherit an account, whether you're a spouse, a child or a grandchild. And so uh, as of January 1st, 2020, that law went away. And so those heirs now have two options. Take a lump sum and pay the ordinary income tax on the entire amount, or you can transfer the money to an inherited IRA that must be depleted within 10 years after the death of the original owner, in which cases could be your, your parent. The clock starts the year after the owner dies and the time runs out on December 31st of the 10th year following the year of the owner's death. So you actually have a little more than a decade to empty the account. Let me give you an example. Let's say if you inherited an IRA in 2020, year one is 2021, and the account needs to be cleaned out by December 31st, 2030. The 10-year rule also applies to inherited Roth IRAs, but with an important difference. You are not required to pay taxes on the withdrawals from the Roth, and you don't have to take RMDs because the original owner didn't have to take them either. So that gives you plenty of flexibility with respect to withdrawals, but if you can afford to wait until year 10 to deplete the account, you'll enjoy more than a decade of tax-free growth. So what's the big hubbub about? You probably already knew all this, right? Well, when you hear what I just said, it might make sense to deplete the account within the 10 years and defer taking anything or the small amounts while you're still working, right? To be in compliance with the law. Well, that's not the case. What? Excuse me? That's right. There was guidance issued by the IRS recently, which torpedoed that strategy. So listen up to this. If your parent died before he or she was required to take the RMD, then you're fine. You can withdraw the money at any time in any amount you choose as long as the account is depleted in year 10. Here's the kicker. But under the IRS interpretation, if your parent died on or after the date he or she was required to take minimum distributions, you must take RMDs based on your life expectancy in years one through nine and deplete the balance in year 10. Basically, once the original owner has started taking RMDs, you can't turn it off. So this has created incredible confusion, as you can imagine. So what the IRS has done is they've agreed to waive the penalty for those who didn't do this. As of 2024, so again, less than a few months away, that's going away and you are going to be required to follow what I just said, which is to start taking those distributions. And if you don't, you're going to end up paying a 25% penalty on the amount you should have withdrawn. So you're not only going to have to take it out, but then pay a 25% penalty on top of that. Now, that's crazy. So I just want to ask you one question. Did you know about this? And if you have inherited IRA and your parents say we're in the RMD world to begin with, are you doing it right? 
And if not, well, it is 2023, so you do have a little bit of time uh, left this year to fix it. But as of next year, that's it. So uh, if you have not factored this extra bit of tax into your retirement plan or into your strategy, particularly if you've inherited an IRA, then you could end up having a lot less money than you thought when it comes time for you to actually retire. In fact, I know a lot of folks who have inherited accounts like this have been deferring them and were waiting, say, till next year or the year after that to go ahead and then retire because they just counted on that extra income hitting their bank account each and every month as a result of their mom or dad passing away. So if that's, in, if that's your situation and you did not consider this extra amount of tax, which is gonna essentially take away that income from you, can you still retire? That's a really good question. How are you gonna cover your bills each and every month and if you are gonna lose that extra amount of income, where would you take that additional income from? Should you turn on your social security? These are all really good questions. And that's why here at Protect Your Assets, we help people figure these things out because we're different than most uh, companies out there. We have CPAs on our staff. We have estate planning attorneys on staff. And we also have certified financial planners who all work together using the latest up-to-date software to simulate what could happen and how you could pivot before it's too late. Think about that. If you'd like a complimentary 15-minute checkup call to see how you can maneuver around this new law and interpretation from the IRS, I encourage you right now to pick up the phone and pay less taxes right now on your retirement account. Call this number, 866-PROTECT. Speak to a member of my team. We're here right now on a Saturday, ready to help you. Pick up the phone, 866-776-8328. Tell Phil, good morning. Wake up, let's go, 866-PROTECT. Coming up next, it's time for our popular They Say segment where they say if you wanna receive care in your home, you have to spend down your savings accounts or get a reverse mortgage. Are there any other choices out there? This one's gonna shock you. There are more ideas when we come back and you don't wanna miss this. You're listening to Protect Your Assets with David Hollander, that's me. We'll be right back. Take the first step toward reaching your financial goals and get the information that can help you live a confident retirement. That first step is going to PYAEvents.com and signing up for our next free event. That's PYAEvents.com. Now back to Protect Your Assets with David Hollander, the Sandman. Welcome back. I'm David Hollander, also known as the Sandman, and you are listening this morning to Protect Your Assets and right now there's a lot to be thinking about we've got uh, higher taxes on the horizon there was a, a new irs interpretation of your retirement accounts and i'm pretty excited this morning because i actually got to interview this week a ceo of a new startup called well ahead and his name's jason vandebrand uh, look for that later on youtube that webinar that we did this week it was pretty pretty interesting stuff i learned a lot and for me being in this business for over 30 years and really focusing on elder law and estate planning and, and long-term care, uh, I, I learned quite a bit. So I'm going to get into that here in a second. But uh, it was quite, quite, a, quite an interesting interview. Anyway, now it's time for one of our fan favorite parts of the show. This is our They Say segment, 
where we debunk common myths, half-truths, and just sometimes bad advice that they say. Who are they? What do they know that I don't? And what are they saying this week? Here's David Hollander, the Sandman's answer. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real, because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. All right, so here's one they say. In fact, I've heard it a few times, and I thought of it a few times. They say that if you want to receive care in your home, in other words, you need long-term care, you don't want to go to facility, you want to stay in your home, I'm raising my hand right now, uh, then you have to spend down your savings accounts, your long-term care policy, or get a reverse mortgage. Are those your only choices? No, they're not. <laughs> so I had the opportunities I was just talking about this past week. I got to sit down with CEO and founder of wellahead.co. That's their website, wellahead.co. His name is Jason Vandebrin. Now, Jason is a Bay Area entrepreneur, has been involved in, in several different startups, very forward-thinking person, uh, also a pretty good mountain bike rider. But uh, Jason and I were talking about this new concept that he's put together and so uh, i would encourage you to stay tuned get on our get on our uh, blog if you haven't been on there go to our website libertygroupllc.com sign up for it because we're going to put out that youtube webinar that i did with him soon but i want to cover some of the highlights from it because I think this is really something that a lot of my listeners might benefit from because there are other options out there and so let's just say, you know, you've thought about this, you know, right now, of course, it's not a high priority for you because you're out there driving around. Maybe you're going to the gym right now. Uh, you're, you're living your life. You're living your best self, right? You're really enjoying everything. But if you know anybody who has had to deal with long-term care, it could be a parent, it could be a friend of a parent, it could be a friend of yours all of a sudden. I mean, I, I see this happen to people in their 50s and their 60s where something happens cognitively um, and now all of a sudden they need some help. And the first thing that comes into people's minds is, well, do I have to go to a facility to receive that care? Most people that I meet with, and, and I've been doing this for over 30 years, and I've seen literally hundreds and hundreds of situations out there. Most people want to stay in their homes. They, they have their family support them, their spouses, their kids. And, and they hire caregivers usually to come into the homes to take care of them through this crisis, whether they're on their way out or they're recu recu recuperating and hopefully getting back to where they were before all this happened. That's, that's, again, care we're talking about in your home. And at some point, you know, as you're in your 50s and getting older, this is going to happen to you. It's just statistically probable 
particularly if you take really good care of yourself at some point, uh, it's going to happen. So the reality of what you do and how you pay for that has been very limited for a number of years. So first of all, put yourself in that position. You know, something happens to you, hopefully cognitively, you can still pick up the phone, you can make calls, you can go on the internet, you can look for help and you can get people to start coming. And then you just start spending down your CDs or you spend down your long-term care policy or you get a reverse mortgage if that's, that's all you have out there is the equity in your house. But you thought that was it. So this is what I was talking about with uh, Jason, who again is the CEO of this company. And what he was saying is, well, when I when he went through it, very much like when I did this with with my grandparents, and that's how I got it. Just thirty years ago, was you know we were spending a significant amount of money each and every month to pay for our loved one at home. And so in my particular case, my grandfather was a doctor. He needed twenty four hour uh, assistance in his home. My grandma, uh, you know, paid someone from their savings, had to, had to eventually sell off pieces of real estate uh, to pay for his care, which was pretty expensive. And so Jason had a very similar experience where he was just spending, spending, spending lots of money on, on this sort of a, a situation because what else could you do? Well, there are other options out there. So let me walk through just a high level of what Jason and I were talking about. First of all, Jason's company does this. If you're not sure which of these you should do, they are a free, you heard me right, they are a free service that you call that then looks at all the different ways to pay for this sort of a thing. And then they've already done all the due diligence on the companies that are out there. And then they give you two or three examples in each sector that could make sense for you and then help you sort of screen through that process. Now they get paid by the ultimate uh, company they, that you go with if you do this, but it just gives you again an independent uh, way to, to analyze things and look at things. And then, of course, with our help, you know, you've got an attorney and a CPA and a financial advisor with our firm. Together, we deliver a pretty powerful package. So, so let's talk about some options that are out there. High level again, home equity line of credit. So, you know, if you have a home equity line of credit, you certainly could use that to pay for care and then just pay the monthly. Uh, interest payment on the home equity line of credit doesn't force you to move out of the house. Again, you could use your savings to pay that interest rate, but you could get yourself a big chunk of money, maybe $100,000, dollars $300,000, <clears> particularly, particularly in the areas where, where you're hearing me right now, because as we know, homes are worth one, two, three, four, ten million dollars $10 million. I mean, these homes are worth some money. The money's stuck in the ground. How do you get it out? Well, a HELOC could work. Uh, reverse mortgages could work as well. Did you know there's 50 to 60 carriers out there around the country that do reverse mortgages? Well, Jason's company has whittled it down to six. You heard me right from 60 down to six. And then there's three different types of reverse mortgage options. So when you do the math on that it works out to about 18 different options that you could choose from just with reverse mortgage. There's something else I never even heard about. This is called maybe write this down home equity investment. Huh? Yeah, this is where some sort of a finance company decides to buy all or a portion of your house. That's right. So you can still stay in it. You and your spouse can stay in it until you, you're not here anymore. And they give you cash or some piece of cash right now without any requirement to pay that back until the last of you are gone. They get some appreciation in the property. And uh, for them, that's what they're after. So currently there's hundreds of different companies. I didn't even know they did this. Hundreds of different companies out there doing it. Jason's company has narrowed it down to nine 
that they work with. And then each of those nine have two different equity investment options. So again, about 18 different choices you have when you look down that path. You see what I'm saying? A lot to learn here. Uh, the next option, which I'd never heard about before, is called the sale and lease back option. Yeah, so you could actually lease the property back from them after you sold it to them if it's a straight out sale. And again, there's lots of companies that do this. Now, these are a lot of different choices and I didn't want to leave one out there. I haven't talked about this for some time, but as you know, we are elder law attorneys and we specialize in elder law. And what that means is there's something available to all the veterans out there. And again, I'm talking about using other assets out there before you get into your savings. So if it's real estate, you have all this equity stuck in the ground, you can't touch it, you can't use it for your health care. You know, you die, your kids end up getting the house. Okay, great. But what if that equity could have been used to pay for the care? You're borrowing the money at much less interest rates than say your stock portfolio has made for you or the built up capital gain that you're waiting to step up on your death and now you're forced to sell it now and pay that tax. Well, you could avoid all that by doing an option like I'm talking about right now. So I don't wanna leave out another option called veterans benefits. There's something called the aid and attendant benefit that's available for you to stay at home. And as uh, elder law attorneys, we specialize in this area and we can help you look at an option like that or all these other options to figure out which is the best one for you. And the, um, the Congress allocates money to this program each and every year, and most of it's not used. So if it's not being used, you know Congress will find some other way to spend it. So if you're a veteran or know a veteran who may need long-term care, you know, please give us a call and check this out because this is some extra money each and every month that could help you stay in your home. I mean, I know that was a lot. Uh, so so thanks for, for listening to us this morning on, on the subject because there is a lot of choices out there and we're more than happy to help you take control of your choices and think about how you might pay for care by getting educated on this landscape that is changing rapidly with technology. And I found by getting educated on all the options that are out there ahead of time while you can think about it, can really make a big difference when your life changes. And these things come up out of nowhere. All of a sudden, you know, something happens and now that your family is dealing with this, the quality of your life has changed and, and now you're making tough decisions when you're not really in the best shape to do it. So get ahead of that. It is easy, it's painless, it's complimentary. And best of all, we do most of the research and heavy lifting to help you make the best decision. So give me a call and my team right now by dialing this number 866-PROTECT and get educated on what the current options are out there. Again, you can take action right now and remove the gray area, find out much more about this. If I'm learning about this, you can learn about it. 866-PROTECT, talk to one of us right now. We are here right now live. Give us a call, 866 776 8328 again 866-776-8328 to get your free information right now it is time for a quick break but when we come back tax rules have changed on retirement accounts what choices do your spouses have when they inherit your retirement account you're going to want to hear this one the answers are coming up next we'll be right back 
If you missed any of Protect Your Assets with David Hollander, all you have to do is go to PYARadio.com where you can download or listen to our latest shows for free. Just go to PYARadio.com on your computer or mobile device when it's most convenient for you. That's PYARadio.com. Now back to Protect Your Assets with David Hollander, the Sandman. Welcome back. I am David Hollander, also known as the Sandman. And you are listening to Protect Your Assets. And right now, it really is all about protecting your assets because they keep passing laws. People keep doing things. It's just a matter of holding on to what's yours. And in this world that's changing so much, what can you do to protect yourself and your family? Well, listen to the show uh, and set up a 15-minute strategy session and talk to a member of our team at the Liberty Group to get your questions answered and find out what's working well for others. You can call anytime, 866-PROTECT, or connect with us at our website, libertygroupllc.com. During today's episode, we've been talking about recent changes and an interpretation by the IRS, which will affect your retirement account. This was a complete surprise to me. If you just thought that when you inherit an account, you gotta take it out over 10 years and you're done, well, think again. Uh, There is a new interpretation by the IRS that goes effective next year. So earlier I was talking about if you inherit an IRA, 401k, or other type of retirement account from your spouse, you have more flexibility than if you were the child of of a parent. In other words, a non-spouse heir. But you still have some decisions that you have to make. And these are important because if you don't do them correctly, you could be in trouble. And it starts before the person that owns the retirement account passes away. You heard me right. So here's some options that you should consider. Now, if you're a spouse of somebody or you're the child of some parents, you may wanna write these things down because the first thing you wanna look at is what type of retirement account does your parent or your spouse have? Yeah, go ahead and hit him. Wake up, listen to this one. If he has a 401k or a SEP IRA or some other type of account besides an IRA, you might be looking at some trouble. In other words, I would recommend, again, I need to talk to you, but we would probably recommend that you set, you roll that account over into an IRA before the person passes away because the IRA has a lot more flexibility when it comes to rollovers to the beneficiary, okay? If you don't understand what I just said, call us, all right? So so take a look at that before the owner passes away. Next, as a spouse, you might wanna treat that IRA when you roll it over to to yourself as your own IRA. In other words, you don't roll it over. In this case, the IRA that your deceased spouse owned will be treated as if you had owned it all along and the same minimum withdrawal requirements apply. That's right. So if you were older than your spouse, that might be a better option for you because you'd have to take out less money. Mm-hmm. Or think of this option. You could roll the IRA into your own new or an existing IRA. That's right, an existing IRA. And once you've rolled over those funds, you can then postpone withdrawals until you reach the age at which you must take the RMD. And currently right now in 2023, that's age 73. And that will increase to age 75 in 2033, so about 10 years away. You'll have this option even if your spouse 
had started taking RMDs. If you remember earlier, that was really important because that changed now into this new interpretation. Because although your spouse died before taking the required distribution, you don't have to do that if you're a, a successor spouse. After you've completed the rollover, you can also convert some of those funds if you want to, to a Roth. This strategy could be well worth considering if it looks like later in retirement, you're gonna be ending up paying a lot more taxes on all of your social security, pension, and uh, rental real estate income. If you inherit a Roth as a spouse, you can roll that into your own Roth and let that money continue to grow tax-free until you need it. Because remember, there are no minimum withdrawal requirements for you, spouse, on an inherited Roth IRA. Next, you might choose to transfer those funds into what's called an inherited IRA. So you may want to consider this option if you're younger than 59 and a half and you need money to pay expenses. Because if you roll the funds into your own IRA and take withdrawals before age 59 and a half, guess what? You're going to get stuck with a 10% penalty. By transferring the funds into an inherited IRA, you won't get hit with that extra 10% penalty. You'll be required to take distributions from the inherited IRA based on your life expectancy, but you have the option of postponing that until the later of the year your spouse would have turned 73 or December 31st, the following year after your spouse passed away. So, You'll also have an option of rolling that account into your own IRA after you turn 59 and a half. And this will allow you to postpone, again, distributions until you reach your RMD. Now, I know this sounds confusing and maybe I brought up more questions than you have answers. But think about what sort of results you could do when you get advice that's specifically tailored to you. We'll do what other fans of this show have done. Reach out right now and find out what options you have by calling 866-PROTECT. Again, this is complimentary if you call us right now, 866-776-8328. Not to mention there are approaches for creating lifetime income from your retirement account. And if that's important to you, then connect with us at libertygroupllc.com. Call the number 866 866- protect 866 protect right now picture a day when you can relax travel and do all the things you've always wanted to do well it starts with a 15-minute virtual checkup give us a call right now and get your own checkup to see what's possible call the number 866 protect 866 protect i'd like to give a big thanks to the protect your asses team for putting together a great show today because without my team i'm just another pretty voice on the radio thanks again everybody You have been listening to The Sandman, that's me. Go out and have a great weekend. And remember, go out and make the rest of your life the best of your life. Investment advisory services are offered through Liberty Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment decisions. The strategies mentioned are not suitable for everyone. The information expressed is not considered your specific situation or objectives and may not be appropriate for all investors. Past performance is not indicative of future results. To better understand the risk associated with investing and how it reacts to different market conditions, listeners should always consult with their qualified investment professionals, financial advisors, legal 
legal or tax specialist and conduct their due diligence before making any financial decisions or taking any action. The legal information provided on the air is not intended to substitute for callers hiring their lawyers to advise them about personal legal matters. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Liberty Group LLC paid for the following program and the host's views and opinions do not represent those of the station or its ownership. California Life Agent number 048569. Persons engaging the services of one affiliate of Liberty Group LLC companies should be aware that each company is operated separately. You're listening to the Protect Your Assets Radio Network. Afford Anything is a podcast that teaches you how to be smart with your money. As a small business, you don't have the resources to pay the level of overhead and for the level of services that a Fortune 500 company could afford. So I certainly understand why, if you want to offer benefits, the providers of that, that that fee is going to be higher because there's more account management per employee. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen.